Hey, quick note before the podcast episode. Uh, Christy was in Olympia. I was in Lincoln City, Oregon when we recorded this. And uh, I'm sorry to report we had some technical difficulties. It sounds pretty bad. Uh, there's an echo sometimes. Volume comes and goes. Uh, it's I almost didn't even put it up. But, you know, it's like an assignment when I was in high school. It, it's like, look, I might not have done a good job, but it's due now. So I'm going to turn it in. So I apologize. Uh, we will be back to our normal sound quality next week. Um, look, if you tap out, I get it. But uh, I, we had a good time talking, and, you know, you can hear it more or less. Uh, it's just not up to uh, quality standards. So I apologize for that. Tip your way, Steph. According to the bio he wrote, Gabriel Rutledge is one of North America's finest touring stand-up comics. He has appeared on Comedy Central and is a past winner of the Seattle International Comedy Competition. Christy Rutledge is one of North America's finest stay-at-home moms. They have three kids, they're married, they swear a lot, they're the Rutledges. You know what sucks is um, there's like a really there's a nice hotel that the casino has, uh, Chinook Winds Casino, where I will be Friday and Saturday. I guess this comes out Friday. Mm-hmm. But like we don't get to stay there. Where are you staying? I'm like a mile down the road. I mean it's fine, but uh, you know, I don't know why I'm bitching. I got food. Vouchers. I don't have food vouchers. Missing out. I am. I uh, I hurt my back. Yeah. Um, saving a kitten from a boulder. Where did you find a boulder? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said to the kitten. <laughs> uh, no. What? There's like a. Do you have like jewelry? A wrist? Something? A... No. Something crinkling? Huh. Well, I hope that's not picking up too much on the recording, because I can hear it quite a bit. I have nothing. Um. Uh, but anyway, I have the kind of back where, um, I mean, it's been worse, but like the kind where you like, when you stand up, you don't go anywhere for like 90 seconds, because you have to slowly straighten up. Mm-hmm. Just the fucking, fucking worst. worst. I should have taken, taken uh, you had, you had one, one pain, pain pill left, left I should have taken. taken. <laughs> I, but, uh, um, instead, instead, I have, I have Advil and Michelob Ultra. Does that help? Well, I'm well, only I'm two in, in, but I think, I think it, will. it will. That's good. <laughs> guess um, who, guess who, go, ahead. go ahead. I had this same experience today. It wasn't my back, but it was the, the thing where you're in so much pain. That you like have to like stop and like breathe through it. What'd you what'd you, what'd what'd you hurt? I have a really bad paper cut. It was from um cardboard and I used hand sanitizer on it. Oh shit. It was so painful. What are you in jackass for? What are you doing? Hand sanitizer on a cardboard paper cut? Well, I mean, the alternative is, you know, 
I'm doing elementary school lunch duty, right? And mm -hmm. I mean, my choice is, you know, hand sanitizer on the paper cut or God knows what those kids have exposed Just me to. Rub, rub, rub the <laughs> coronavirus right into that cut. Right? Hey, you're a paraeducator. You'll like, uh, you'll like this story. Wait, I should have Googled it first, though. Uh, so <laughs> I forgot about it until you brought it up. You're a hero, right? Yeah. Hold on. For once, I'm the person typing. I'm like, where did you go? Okay, so I this guy. Prepared. So this guy. This oh, this is not this a good story, really. Not a but, good story. Uh, this uh, guy. This guy. This former hero. This former hero. Uh, mm -hmm. he, uh, is he is a paraeducator para at Shady Grove Middle School, which sounds made up. It's like a what you name your school in like a young adult book. Yeah, totally. Uh. He was, he was on a, on a Zoom, Zoom with middle, middle school students. students. The Zoom was, was over. over. He, started he started masturbating. masturbating. What? He didn't, he didn't know. know. How did he not know? I don't, I don't know. know. And I also, why do you do, do it the, the second, second you log, log off? off? <sighs> so that, that was, uh, was uh, obviously he's fired. fired. But. I felt bad for him because I saw him on the news. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, and, I don't, you know, I don't, you know, the, you know, the, I think any penis owner, owner when you when see, you a, see masturbation a masturbation tail gone, gone wrong, wrong, a part of you goes, goes there, there, but for the, the grace of God, God go I. Yeah. You, you, I mean, I, mean, I have, I have nothing, nothing in my life similar to, like, the time I was Zooming with middle schoolers. What was that? I was putting my headphone back in my ear. Oh, wow. wow. It sounded like a dog barfing. <laughs> no. Um, but he was just, I mean, his life's ruined. Mm-hmm. Did he hey. wait? They showed him on the news. Like, did they interview him or what? Uh huh. Uh huh. What did he say? Well, he <laughs> said it had nothing to do with the students. He thought he was having a private moment in his home. He was in his home. That's the problem. Not working with home. You should, if you shouldn't shit where you eat, you shouldn't zoom where you jerk off. Clearly, right. But this is the worst part. Um. Well, first, you know. It was, it was recorded. recorded. People, People started, started sharing, sharing it on it. social oh, media. Oh, God. He is... <laughs> he's, he's also, also a children's pirate, pirate magician. magician. Oh. And, and, and his, his name, name is no. Captain, Captain Silly Bones. <laughs> I made a mistake, me mateys. I should not have done that. <laughs> Sorry, I showed you my plank. I mean, that's. I felt so bad for this. I mean, yeah, he fucked up, but like, I don't know. Just is he married or anything? I don't think so, and he's also not a paraeducator anymore. 
I don't think he's going to get married for a very long time. <laughs> I don't think he's going to get any more children's parties <laughs> I honestly, he sounded so fucked up that I honestly believe he it had nothing to do. What do they call that? The optics? The optics on getting caught jerking off after you Zoom and you're a special ed paraeducator are not good. Yeah, no. But, but... I don't, I don't think it had anything, anything to do with, with that. that. But also, like, like, what were you doing that, like, the second this class is over, I know what I'm doing. Uh, but, yeah, I felt really bad for him, and he wanted to make sure people knew. I don't think he's getting charged with anything, which is good, because he probably would be a registered sex offender. Um, but just painful. it's just so bad. It's just so embarrassing. And, uh, man. That's, That's so, so rough. rough. Um, but the funny, th- he goes, he goes, it had nothing to do with, with children. And he's like, clearly I've never done something like this before and I've been a paraeducator for 20 years. And I'm like, well, yes, clearly you never did it before. You would have been fired then. <laughs> do, you, do you know what I mean? It's not like I've done this four times and they keep warning me. Uh, but yeah, obviously a very, Bad situation, but I have to admit, my first reaction is I felt bad for him. It's so bad. It ain't easy. It ain't easy having a dick. I'm telling you, <laughs> it's problematic. Men are born problematic. It's terrible. I mean, oh god, there's. It's just awful. I know, and it's like. It's, I don't know, penises are such a thing that you, <laughs> they're so unwanted 99.9% of the time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's such a very rare circumstance that another person is like, great, a penis is here. Uh, but yeah, I just, yeah, I just. Um, I just, I mean, and, and then you just add to it that he's Captain Silly Bones. Captain Silly Bones. Oh, oh God. boy. He's probably on Gigmaster like I am, or those sites we were talking about last week. I bet he could line up a funeral. <laughs> Speaking of speaking of that, uh, I got oh, a, I got some I got some feedback. Okay. Um. Oh, first I got a uh, I got a text from Raul Duke. Yeah. Um. At AMW seven eighty one, he goes. I think you should do. I think you should do a pod where you just read Pornhub comments. <laughs> My favorite porn comment is the one where someone goes, finally my cock is represented accurately in a porno, and it's a tiny one. Does that ever happen? Probably. Uh, and I'll be honest, I thought that was a really good idea. And I, I for educational purposes, went to Pornhub. I'd never been there before. A lot of good films. Um... I can't do it. As much as we talk about on this podcast, I cannot read you guys' porn comments. It's too embarrassing. 
Well, I it's guess just, we found your line. <laughs> it's just too goddamn embarrassing. Because they're not like, this lady's beautiful. It's You know what I mean? It's like, I want to suck this beautiful ladies. I'm just not comfortable. It's, it's be like really re- degrading. <laughs> well, sure. Well, what do you what want the porn want comments to be? I bet her parents are great. I don't know. <laughs> What are are your your hobbies? hobbies? (laughs) Do you have cats? (laughs) Do you like pirate magicians? Maybe. Oh, Captain Silly Sword would have been slightly worse, but you really can't get much worse than the name he had already. Uh, Okay, so I got that feedback. And then also, you you mentioned, last week we talked about comedy at a funeral, which has been suggested on that. Private gig. Yeah. yeah. All right. Now I got to find it. Uh, this is from uh, Heavey Jones on Twitter. Family Feud literally had a question about who you would hire to put the fun in funeral. Comedian rank number two. Better start writing funeral jokes. Uh, I can do better than that. I already have a writer. You do? Yes, because a uh, longtime podcast listener, Eric Lincolnhurst, I'm going to read the jokes he wrote without permission. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Because he, he, while, while he was, he was listening, listening and uh, uh, smoked a little cat nap with his cat Frankie, Frankie uh, he, wrote, he, wrote, he, wrote, he wrote me some jokes for my funeral. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, I think the one I said on the podcast was, uh, I think that suit died before he did. <laughs> These are Eric's jokes, which I love, every one of them. He might be dead, but I'm the one dying up here. I'm only here because my career is also dead. My career's so dead that six feet under is a step up, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Funeral? More like funeral. I like that one the best. (laughs) I told him if I book a funeral, I'm hiring him as the writer. (laughs) I'm dying up here. Well, not like him, but, you know. You know why I like that one, that funeral more like funeral? (laughs) Why is that? Um, Because... (laughs) The lady, the secretary at the high school, every Friday, she sends out an email that really should be a blog post that nobody sees. Sure, sure. I'm familiar with it. (laughs) It is, oh man, it's filled with like her like thoughts and little, um, witty tidbits that she has it is painful like it, as soon as you go to your like in when your kids in eighth grade and you go to the um the like they have like a transition meeting for your kid coming in as soon as you go to that night you get you start getting this email every week and it's like this like rite of passage like you find somebody who you know who has an a student in the school you're like tell me about this email and they're like oh my god isn't it the worst welcome and it becomes this joke like so one of the things is um whenever it's finals she always says that it's finals week coming up, or as I like to call them, funnels. 
G-R-X-F-U-N dash That's a stretch. That's a stretch. I know. So I like to tell Johnny that. Like, Johnny, are you excited for funnels? <laughs> He's like, he gets so mad at me. <laughs> oh, it's the worst. It's the worst thing ever. I... Uh, <laughs> are, you are you sure, sure you, you want to say that? that? Um, I don't know. Why? I don't know. People, People listen. listen. I don't think it's a secret. <laughs> <laughs> I have a friend who once had a little too much wine. <laughs> she sent it. She forwarded it to the superintendent and the principal and said, for the love of God, take it stop. <laughs> it landed her yeah, with the <laughs> meeting with the principal. <laughs> you know what? what? I've I've, I've heard, heard I've had a lot of hurtful comments on my <laughs> comedy post, post this week. week. If, if somebody <laughs> said, "For the love of God, make it stop," that would have hurt. <laughs> Especially because it was TikTok and there were fifty nine seconds. But I know I know like five people who have um, <laughs> sent reply, like sent emails about it and said said comments like i mean at times it's like borderline offensive like um when they had um the they brought back like some of the um special ed students like back in the fall they mm -hmm. had them start coming into the school because it's very hard when you have any disability to to zoom school right um and she she like had this whole paragraph about how they'd welcomed back the handicapped students oops and, and it was so like and good news the mongoloids are back in the hallway how hard it is to <laughs> learn on remote learning when when you're handicapped and so like, one of my friends was super offended by that and like sent an email and they were like we've never had a complaint like i know five people who have said they had comments and they've said we've never had a complaint before <laughs> like well i know really? five you you've never heard for the love of God make it stop before? That that didn't make it to your inbox. Uh, you know I was gonna. So this beer I'm drinking right now. Uh huh. This is very odd. But I actually thought about this when I bought it. My grandma bought me this beer. That's what you used the money for. Uh, I also used, well, I put most of it in the bank, and then I bought gas. And? You know, we can talk about other topics. Um, yeah, what? About um, what else did your grandma buy? <laughs> gas? This is, I got to explain. My parents were like, hey, we found this bag of silver dollars and foreign coins from uh, your grandma, and I don't remember, it was like for me. Um, I think each kid had a, a bag of these things, and uh, 
So, you know, I looked online. Silver dollars are, you know, silver's worth money. So they're all, I mean, you know, if I sold them like individually, I might make 25, 30 bucks each, but I'm not going to list. There was like 10 of them. And so, um, you know, money's a little tight right now. Uh, so I, uh, I'm like, well, maybe on my way out of town, I will, uh, see if I can sell these silver dollars to like a coin shop, which I did. Got 145 bucks, which is weird. I felt really weird about it because it's like, even if they double, it feels like you should hold on to them. But at the same time, it's like, if they double in value in 20 years, then I would get $300. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. It just felt weird to cash them in, but I'm also like, yeah, I could use 145 bucks right now. Um. Okay. All right. Now I am recording. How come okay. it, how come it I says... I don't know. This might, sound, this might sound weird. I don't know. We're not sure about the sound quality on this, but we're trying. How come it says your name is Guest VX? Um, I don't know. Oh. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure about that. Anyway, my grandma died when I was 16. So in a weird way, it's kind of cool she bought me a beer. She also bought me gas. But whatever. That's nice of her. She would have been shocked it was 310 a gallon. Right? <laughs> That's true. It's funny how your perceptions... Like, I I, uh, I, love my grandma. You know what I mean? Yeah. Please don't yawn directly into the microphone. Uh, oh, you don't have a microphone. That's why I can't get away from it, right? Mm-hmm. I loved my grandmother, Grandma Rutledge. But she seemed very grumpy to me. Mm-hmm. But then, like, as an adult, like, every adult I know, like, loved her. Yeah. Like, I thought she was kind of grumpy. But, like, it's just weird. When you're a kid, your perceptions are not mature enough. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. To, like, see the good in people. I did think she was good, but you know what I mean. I know. Also, she told she told me about the backup turkey, so I'll always love it. <laughs> it's a good thing because I have a backup turkey. <laughs> I thought this might happen. I'm a little handy. <laughs> Why would you ever cook a backup turkey? talk about comedy and TikTok. And oh, no. Come on, lady. I don't see any of your topics. I'll try to make it brief. I know you glaze over when we talk about comedy. But it's really a journey about the enemies I made along the way. Hello. This is a commercial word for Anchor Podcasts, the easiest way to host your podcast. Um, if you don't have a podcast, congratulations. You probably have an enjoyable life full of friends, family, and fun. Uh, but if you do have a podcast, um, 
I'm sorry. And you should use Anchor Podcasts. Uh, it's easy. It's free. Uh, they distribute everything for you. They give you sponsorship, which apparently is just talking about Anchor. I guess that's their sponsorship. But I don't want to brag, but I make, you know, maybe six bucks a month doing this. So worth it? Of course it is. Uh, go to anchor.fm or the Anchor app. We now return to another riveting episode of The Rutledges. Um, okay, I'm going to do these in reverse order just to show what a hypocritical douche. Okay. Okay. I posted a stand-up comedy clip. Should I play it? It's 59 seconds. Should I play it? I don't know. Maybe. Let's talk to our producer. Don the cat, are you there? No, he is sleeping. Alright, I'm gonna play it. We act like we have a producer, but I'm literally putting my phone up to the microphone. <laughs> Some people don't drink because uh, they used to have a problem. And I'm gonna be honest, that's the only reason I will accept. <laughs> that yeah so that i posted that good news is uh as of right now it's like 455 455,000 views okay is, that's great uh you know four or five hundred comments of course most overwhelmingly positive um i started to get a few that were like uh Hey, this is someone else's bit. Uh, I got like four or five that said, this is a Jim Jeffries bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got one, got two that said, this is a Tom Segura bit. And I got one that said it was a Burt Kreischer bit. And maybe I stopped reading the comments once you get hundreds. I'm like, I'm not going to go through all these. But uh, Which the first thing I wanted to respond, because there was back-to-back comments, one said this is a Jim Jeffries bit, and one said this is a Tom Segura bit, I wanted to, I wanted to respond, someone should tell Tom Segura he ripped off Jim Jeffries. <laughs> uh, but I didn't. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't respond. Uh, I eventually looked up the Jim Jeffries bit, and it's like, okay, yeah, he also talks about, um, People who say they don't, don't like, the, like taste. the taste, he's, you know, I'm paraphrasing. He's like, we we don't drink because it tastes good. We drink it because life is shit. Okay. Yeah. Similar theme. But, I mean, I don't know what people's expectation is 
of a stand-up comic that first of for all I, i've stand -up comic that, that i've all, heard every joke ever written and i'm gonna make sure i don't touch on those sure topics because someone else has already and it's just not right it's just not a realistic thing to be like oh i should have done my homework and watched a jim jeffrey special in 2009 if jim jeffrey's heard my bit he wouldn't give a shit i mean all the time when i'm working someone before me one of the openers does a joke and I go, oh, I guess I can't do my joke about that similar topic tonight. It's like, we're, I don't know, we're all, it's like rock and roll. It's the same three fucking chords. I know. I know. Which is why it's, I, think, I don't like. I think you. It's, I don't like people who aren't comedians who weigh into like bit stealing things. It's it's kind of complicated. Yeah. Because, you know, I've heard, I go out on the road and I hear jokes similar to people's jokes that I know in the Northwest area all the time. It's not like I come back and go, hey, so-and-so, you can't do your joke anymore because I met a guy in Chicago who has a similar one. It's just a thing that happens. But at the same time, in the comedy community, we also hate people who do steal jokes. So it's really, it's kind of hard to explain to a, a civilian what we're talking about. You know, where it's like, because I think a lot of people are like, oh, this guy wrote a joke about doing comedy at a funeral. And so no one else can write a joke about doing comedy at a funeral. And that's not how it works. At the same time, if I'm working with someone and I have a joke about doing comedy at a funeral and they don't, and then after the week they work with me, all of a sudden they do, I'm like, hey, what the fuck, dude? So it's like this weird thing where like joke stealing is bad, but it's also overblown. You could take any comedian's act and look for similar bits and make them look like they stole tons of jokes. You really could. Yeah. I mean, some jokes are more original than others, but especially when you're talking about alcohol and drinking. Yeah, okay. You think it's just me and Jim Jeffries who talked about drinking because life sucks? I mean, of course not. No. Um, but I think the bigger issue, Gabe, is that you're taking this... Um, this these comments from commenters on tiktok well here's <laughs> they're like so quick to shit on everyone i have never i thought youtube was tough tiktok people are fucking animals but here's the thing this is why i wasn't gonna i'm not commenting on negative things anyway and like it was still overwhelmingly positive the price of having four hundred fifty thousand views is some people talking shit but I wasn't going to comment negative on the negative comments anyway, but I really have no right to. <laughs> because the video before I posted the drinking jokes, I posted how that meme, my safe word is meatloaf. Because that means I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. I posted a TikTok about how that's my joke and it was taken from me. So... 
I have no. I I just painted myself into a fucking corner. I can't. In the next video, I can't be like, "Hey, look, we all have a lot of common premises." I the video before I go, they fucking stole this joke from me. Yeah. Well. Did That's you when learn I get. a lesson? It is a lesson. I left it up because it was fairly – it got a bunch of views, not as many as the other thing, but people are going to my YouTube channel. and So I left it up, but it's also like I broke my social media rule, which is I don't appear vulnerable on social media. In my books, book, <laughs> I do. On this podcast, I will. But on social media, I don't like to do it because either people feel bad for me or they give me advice or they shit on me. And I don't like any of those options. Uh, you know, because I, I, I put the, I, 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 you know, I put a thing about how, you know, I'm pretty sure this meme came from my joke. And I got murdered on TikTok. Like... It was like 60% comment, 60% positive, and 40% of people are like, my fucking uncle told me that joke in 1989, you fucking hack. I'm like, okay, maybe I wasn't the first guy to write the joke. But of course that's true. Of course I wasn't the first guy to write the joke. But I do – people take stand-up comic stuff and put it on memes – and I know it's not the biggest problem in the world, but there are people who are making a lot of money on other people's work. There's, there's this guy named Fat Jewish, which sounds offensive, but that's his name. And he just takes other people's posts or stand-up comedy and puts it out on his stuff. And he like, he's an influencer. He makes tons of money from other people's work. That doesn't seem right. He got a development deal. There was it, it ended up not happening because there was so much controversy from comedians being like, "This guy gets a development deal. He steals." And you know, in his defense, is like, "Oh, I, I, you know, I'm a internet cur curator." Oh, please! <laughs> it happens all the time. Uh, the there was a guy Shang Wang, Shang Wang. I can't say his name. He said something like, "Everyone says grow some balls." But balls are fragile, you know, you should say grow a pussy. Those things can take a pounding. Yeah, I've heard that a lot. They attributed it to Betty White. Really? They just go like, look at what Betty White said. I mean, I've heard many jokes similar to that, but it's not. Betty White would never say that. She's a sweet old lady. Why the fuck would she say that? But it's like maybe she would. It, it privately, but it is it is a thing where like just tons of memes, you know, and then even the people who are on my side were like, well, you should have gotten a copyright law. I'm like, come on, that's not or this is your fault for not putting the meme out yourself or, you know, some people are like because I mentioned I used to sell a T-shirt that says my safe word is meatloaf. I had an album called my safe word is meatloaf and people are like, well, you're lucky he didn't sue you. I'm like, he doesn't own the word meatloaf. No. <laughs> That's stupid. <laughs> so there was just tons of comments that were like, you know, oh, fuck you, cry baby. And I was just like, oh, my God. But my, my, uh, my, <laughs> and also just tons of variations on what shitty version of David Grohl, Dave Grohl I look like. But 
My favorite one is this guy goes like, it was literally like, wah, crybaby. I heard that joke before. Stop crying. And then I I clicked on his bio, and it said, if you don't heal from what hurt you, you'll bleed on those who did not cut you. Um, well, he is not healing from what hurt him. <laughs> So, you know, it was a it was a real it was a real journey of like uh you can't say you invented anything because of course you know of course people some of them were full of shit by the way my you know Casey McLean my friend was wading into my comments more than I was but he some person said they said that joke a certain year and he goes wow I can't believe you made that joke 2 years before the song came out I know <laughs> Some guy was like, I said that joke in junior high. Okay, world's funniest sixth grader. Fuck you. Right. <laughs> no one ever told me they'd heard that joke before. No one ever saw it coming. No one ever in the entire years I did the joke. But of course someone said the words before. But, you know, that's what I get. So that was, that was my lesson. Uh, that was my lesson that, like. You do this about once a year. I do. Mm-hmm. But also, but also it, it did, did work. work. Like, yeah. I got some, I don't want to say fans, but I got some views. Other people shared the video. People are going to my YouTube. People are subscribing. So, like, it did work. But it, I'm just not used to that. I mean, I was when I had the Facebook video that was like 7 million views, I was getting used to it. But it had been a, been a couple years, and I forgot the beating you have to take to get views on social media it's brutal it is brutal and it's also like i already feel tougher in the last week where i'm already like out oh, who gives a shit but it's like anything like you know i'm like somewhat emailing with america's got talent people don't get excited it's like a remote possibility but when you think any success that I might have is going to be so tainted with like, oh no, <laughs> people are going to shit on me. It's really terrible. We just love, like as a society, we love to put someone up on a pedestal so we can kick them off. Yeah, you know what I mean? If, if I was on America's Got, anyone is on America's Got Talent, they share a video on Facebook and half the comments are going to be like, this guy sucks. Jim Jeffries wrote this joke in 2009. Right. You know, you that's, know that's just the reality, reality of, and you, you, but you know, you gotta, I gotta be tougher. I gotta be, uh, that's just the, uh, that's just the price of, uh, doing business. And Maisie was reading, uh, our 13 year old was reading my negative comments and just laughing. She's like, Olive, daddy's getting bullied. <laughs> that's actually been my favorite part of, uh, because I've only been on TikTok for what six weeks, mm-hmm. is um, like I'm asking Maisie how to make videos. I'm like, wait, how do you do the green screen? Can you adjust that? She's like coaching me. My 13 year old is my TikTok tutor, and she look for everything I've done in my career, which eh, depends how many beers I've had, whether I think that's a lot or not. But it's like. When I had 450,000 views on TikTok, she was like, you're going viral. That's the most impressed she's ever been with me. I know. 
<laughs> because she's on TikTok and she has like whatever 15 followers or whatever because she only does TikToks about Roblox and you know so you know I, I have like 6,000 something followers but to her that's like how whoa you know she's impressed yeah I'll take it I'll take it because they bully me more than anyone <laughs> Can I tell you my favorite Dave Grohl insult that I've gotten? Okay. Because it's very rarely this guy looks like Dave Grohl. Right. It's fat Dave Grohl, uh, rehab Dave Grohl, Walmart Dave Grohl. But the one that I really had to be like, tip of the cap, that one got me, is <laughs> this guy looks like Dave Grohl if he slept with his eyes open. And I'm like, God damn it, that is fucking good. <laughs> it's mean. I know. And also people comment, people comment like, I didn't share it. They're like, this guy. I'm like, I'm the guy. I know. What do you mean, this guy? People are awful. I just don't understand. <laughs> like, I know. Ugh, It's brutal. But even on a smaller level... I think, I think everyone, everyone does that thing where they post, they post something, something and then they're like, I shouldn't have said that because I'm now in a conversation I don't want to be in. Oh, that just, I just had that happen. <laughs> yeah. I posted an opinion, which I felt like was a really like compassionate, like uh, neutral-ish opinion about something. And it got me somebody texting me and calling me mm -hmm. <laughs> and i was like oh god why did i do this <laughs> so yeah yeah i know i mean really what happened with when i did the thing about because people tag me people tag me in the comments of when people share that meatloaf meme I get tagged in the comments. It was almost like it's a response to that, where I'm like, yes, I get it. But also people are like, every time I see one of those, I tell them they stole it from you. And I'm like, no, but they didn't. It's It belongs to the world now. It's not, you know what I mean? It's not like, um, but it, what I wanted to have happen did happen. It's just at the cost of people telling me I'm a crybaby, which is so weird because there's literally people crying on TikTok actual tears mm -hmm. just like i'm sad here's a 60 seconds of me crying and i you know whatever uh whatever i wonder what the rule is on copyright about uh because i do i did say one line of his song but like he can't i he can't own that, can he? I have no idea. Uh, yeah, actually, he can. He does. Yeah, but I hear I hear people talk about songs all the time in like Netflix specials and stuff. I don't know. I don't because know Because think about when somebody prints like a phrase from a um a book or something, they they um credit the author. It's it, 
the like in the footnotes of the book. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know in my book, I, I, the first version, I just straight up put like two verses of a Beatles song. And, you know, the guy who helped me edit it was like, you can't do that. I mean, you might not get caught, but like, you can't do that. So I, but the weird thing is, I still kind of said what all the lyrics were, but I had to do it conversationally. Yeah. So that's why I think saying one line of a song. It's probably, probably not, not uh, like, libel like or whatever. I'm not sure. I have no clue. I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, meatloaf could have sued meatloaf. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The, the meat could have sued the singer. Yeah. I mean, just that idea that, like, this joke's been around forever. Well, then why did anyone like the meme? Wouldn't know. wouldn't everyone it have said this? Them of the joke they saw in grade school. <laughs> yeah, everyone who saw the meme would have been like this old joke. But instead, people are like, "This is hilarious. We're going to share it." You know. Uh, anyway, I'm going to go back to being vulnerable and private. Okay. <laughs> Dude, I got, I got fucking <laughs> murdered on that on that one on that TikTok thing. Just people are like, "Oh, fuck you! You don't know anything." And this joke's been around forever. And I'm just, what am I supposed to say? No, it hasn't. How do I know? Jim Jeffries probably wrote it back in two thousand nine. Um. We done? I, I am so tired. All right. And uh, I still need to do all the dishes and make lunches. I'll skip the dishes. I cannot leave my kids home alone tomorrow with, like, a sink full of dishes. Why? They don't use the sink. I don't know. I'm so tired. I feel nauseous. Okay. We'll wrap it up. Uh... Thanks to our Rutledge Revelers who give us money. Uh, if you would like to, um, I just cashed that out too again. Thank you. Um, maybe they bought me the beer. Maybe it wasn't my grandma. It was the Revelers and my grandma. Uh, so uh, in the episode notes, you can click on support this podcast or go to RutledgeRadio.com and click support for as little as 99 cents a month. Um, I have... Uh, I have, I have some shows, shows coming up, up laughs, laughs in Seattle, August 2-3, I guess Lincoln City, Oregon, uh, March, what's the date today? 4th. March 5 and 6, um, Boise, March 26-27, GabrielRutledge.com has all my dates. Uh, I think that's it, thanks for being here, and remember, you can't unlisten.
We're the Rutledges. We're the Rutledges. We're the Rutledges. We've got a podcast.